Hi, Miss Ali. I absolutely loved the fourth week that you just did of the lodging of the name. Listen, I think that really hit me. Just the fact of my soul. I feel like like their soul is everything because our body is just like a chill, like a, I don't know, like a snail chill. And the soul is everything and not only that. You really got it when you said about um, just with Jesus, I have everything. I don't care what people judge about me. I don't care how they judge me, and I don't care what they think of me. I have it all. I have God. I have my kids. I have my family. I don't care what anybody else says or judge me about. Thank you so much. You really did a good job on this one. Love you. Hello everyone. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for returning to another podcast episode. This week we will be finishing the devotional plan titled Your Longing Has a Name. I hope you allow God to continue working in you. If you would like to leave a voicemail, you may do so at anchor.fm slash slash message. I will be sure to add them in my next episode. What Your Soul Needs Having the right people in your life makes the vital difference in whether or not your soul survives or suffocates in hard times. The Bible begins by uncovering our aching need for friendship. In the book of Genesis, after creating Adam, God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. 2.18 Did you see that? God created the first human and placed him in a garden, but immediately identified something was deeply wrong. He was lonely and needed a helper. The word helper has all kinds of negative connotations today. We envision someone subservient, like an apprentice who hands an electrician a wire cutter or an assistant to the regional manager. But the word, ezer in Hebrew, literally means lifesaver or rescuer. It's used in other places in the Bible, such as when enemies were besieging Israel, and they put out a desperate call for help. We also see it in different verses to describe God, who comes alongside us when life is falling apart. Husbands, there's a reason we say she's our better half. She literally is. Adam had it all. An eye-popping garden. A world free from the horror of sin. A vibrant relationship with God as he walked with him in the cool of the day. But still, something was missing. Despite everything Eden had to offer, his heart yearned for more, friendship with another human. We need the tangible, physical, with us proximity of others to be most fully alive. The Celtic tradition devised the term anankara, which means soul friend. It was how you described someone who allowed your soul to flourish and gave you affectionate space to confess and uncover the secrets of your heart honestly. Friendship brings a vulnerability and depth that builds your faith, bolsters your courage, and breaks your fear. Like a mirror, they allow you to see things about yourself you wouldn't ordinarily see on your own. Friends have the intrinsic agility to draw things out of you that you didn't even know were there. The Old English word for friend is kith, which means knowledge communicated. But it's not merely the knowledge we reveal about ourselves that makes friendship thrive, it's the knowledge friends reveal to us. There's any disposition, 
biting humor, wit, sarcasm, opinions and perspectives unmask aspects of your personality that have been there all along but tend to reveal themselves when that person is around. You laugh more when you're with them, dance more, or think more. Or maybe angry more, in which case you may want a different friend. Friendship yields an inner wholeness that nothing else can, which explains why, when you lose a friend, you also lose a part of yourself. When you're loved in such a way you can authentically be you, heart open, words transparent, with no secrets, agendas or ego, your soul feels safe. No, more than safe, you're accepted. In a world where it's increasingly hard to trust, where competing voices clamor to sell you their product, engage with their profile, further their ambition, and promote their narrative, a friendship unconditionally whispers, you belong. It's that sense of belonging, I suspect, that will make heaven dazzling. When you belong, you can breathe. You can rest. In the presence of God, every soul will be open, clear, and loved. Those around you will draw out more of your soul's beauty. Can you imagine how rich this eternal perspective will be? Each person will radiate something we could never see on our own, of ourselves, others, and God. Like going from 2D to 3D, heaven will magnify the truth we always suspected, Christ in you, the hope of glory, Colossians 1:27. Maybe that's why genuine friendships can feel so much like heaven now. Response Take a moment and thank God for your closest friends by name. As you pray, share specific ways they helped your soul flourish. Friendship isn't accidental, it's intentional. Are you open to new friends in this season of life? What are some practical steps you can take to cultivate new friendships? Inviting them over for a night of food and games? Meeting up this week over a cup of coffee? Asking them to share their story with you? Courtesy of HarperCollins slash Sondervan slash Thomas Nelson, Uversion Bible App. Mm-hmm.